Matt Gould is uh, the newly appointed Mayor of Wallandilly Shire Council and he joins us on the program. G'day, Matt. G'day, mate. How are you? Really well. Look, before we get into the nitty-gritty of uh, Warragamba Dam, I thought I would ask you first and foremost, uh, how do you sleep? I mean, you have been so busy in the last, well, certainly since you became Mayor at the recent local government elections, but... I don't think I've ever come across a mayor who's been so proactive in his community, certainly on social media. You're travelling everywhere, you're giving updates, you're filming uh, events around the Shire, including floods and closed bridges, etc. You must be due for a break. Uh, look, it's been a, it's been a very long week or two, I've got to say. Um, but, you know, if, if you're going to do the job, then you've got to give it your all. So that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, um, I guess we'll start with the localised flooding and damage. Of course, the Camden area takes in Wallandilly Shire. Um, unfortunately for these residents, again, they've seen more localised flooding with the recent rain event. Yeah, look, we sit just um, southwest of, of Camden Council, um, and we've actually got pretty much all of um, Sydney's water supply flows through us. We've got all of the dams in Wallandilly. Um, and yeah, the last week we've seen some some very significant flooding. Um, the main the main uh, street of Picton and the CBD there um, have been sandbagged up for the fourth time this year. I saw them the other day. Yes, but that, they escaped a bullet this time. Was that right? Yeah, we did. We thought we were we. There were a couple of times there we thought it was um, Stone Quarry Creek was going to break its banks, but mm-hmm. it came right up to the point where we need to close the bridge, and then it just sort of sat there. Uh, and went back down. But um, unfortunately for our, our business owners, once again, had to sandbag up. Um, and, you know, when, the, when they've sandbagged up like that, they can't trade. Um, and, you know, for some of them now, it's you're getting up towards two weeks of, of lost trade from uh, from all this sandbagging that's had to happen with all this flood. So it's, it's a real challenge for them. Um, elsewhere in the Shire, uh, we've saw significant flooding um, from the Nepean. Um, we've had 16 and a half metres at Menangle. Mm. Um, we had a number of isolations of, of, of rural um, properties. Um, um, well, even not the... so rural properties. I mean, I recall for a time the other day, I mean, I'm out Wallachia Silverdale Way, Warragamba Way, and uh, we were actually isolated. And I wouldn't necessarily call that a rural settlement. I mean, quite a, a, a fair bit of Wallandilly's population was uh, effectively cut off for, uh, for a number of hours until some of the waters receded. Yeah, look, absolutely. I guess I guess we um, we say isolated when there is just simply no way in or out. Um, yeah. A lot of the Shire um, were effectively isolated. Mm. Um, in, in fact, the entire north of the Shire, uh, so from an area stretching from Warragamba down through the Oaks and, and Oakdale, um, that entire area um, actually had to come out through Picton at one point because yep. every other uh, route out of the Shire was was closed. Um, and mm. yeah, that you're looking at a a two to two and a half hour detour uh, for people in, in say, Warragamba or Silverdale. That's it. Um, when they have to do that. I did that uh, uh, coming back on Sunday night uh, when it all started coming down, uh, when I, I knew Blacksland Crossing was uh, closing up. So I, I stayed on the M5 and drove all the way down to Picton. And fortunately, I was able to come through eventually on Burragarang Road. But um, just a, an aside. Will there be a time, will there come a time, and I think there probably should as more housing development goes up in areas like Silverdale and, and further out toward Warombi and then out to Oak, uh, the Oaks and Oakdale, will there come a time when we need to build 
something a little better than Baines Hill. That is uh, a a higher crossing at Blacksland Crossing there um, to get to from, I guess, Wallachia up into that area. Look, it's it's certainly something that we have been working on, and we got some funds from the federal government a couple of years ago um, towards some of the technical studies. Yeah. Um, yeah, the the reality is that a, a project like that would need to be funded by the state or federal government. Mm. Um, the cost of of the bridge that we, yeah, we're talking about there is is several times council's an, annual budget, but it's certainly something I think that needs to be looked at um, as you know, we continue to see um, uh, yeah, uh, increase in the population uh, across the Shire and. Yeah, you know, we need to have alternate ways out. Um, I guess the the other important thing to I guess highlight with Blackson Crossing is we're talking about reducing the risk. Um, unfortunately, that the floodplain there at, at Wallachia, um, we're never going to be completely flood free. It no. would just be it'll be less impact because Wallachia actually gets the deepest flooding um, of anywhere in the Hawkesbury Nepean. Yep. Um, so the probable maximum flood there, so the biggest flood that you can get. Um, actually goes right across the entirety of Wallachia Village. Um, so we can get pretty severe flooding, but what we want to do is have it so that um, you know, the smaller scale flooding doesn't doesn't take out the crossing and then we've got an alternate way out. Yeah. Well, look, I, I don't think that uh, there'll be any other option matters uh, as time goes by in the airport. What, 2026, we'll start seeing aircraft movement there, which is basically on the doorstep of Wallachia, Warragamba, Silverdale, etc. So uh, there'll come a time, I think, when uh, the state and federal governments will need to kick the tin along and, and build some kind of overpass, preferably not one like they have at Richmond-Windsor because that really hasn't done anything. I mean, that continues to, to flood in that area. Yeah, look, absolutely. I mean, we need to make sure that it's a little bit more uh, robust. Yeah. Um, I mean, the other challenge we have there as well is um, Wallachia itself becomes isolated. So you're talking not only increasing the height of Blackson Crossing, yep. um, you also need to increase the height of um, sections of Park Road, for instance, because there's really not much value in in making, uh, you know, spending hundreds of million dollars on a bridge um, that lets you get an extra hundred meters to what you otherwise would have got because you know Park Road's flooded. So yeah. it's a it's a complex one, but something that council has been and been looking at, um, and something that we have been raising fairly consistently uh, with the state government um, when we've been discussing some of our flood challenges we have in the Shire. Well, speaking of challenges, I don't think there's anything more complex of a challenge than whether or not to raise the Warragamba Dam wall. Um, I wrote an article yesterday and I stated that residents and politicians are at odds amongst themselves and each other over whether raising Warragamba Dam will help mitigate flood risk. A federal MP, former quarry Susan Templeman, I've spoken to her this week, she doubled down on her comments that she isn't convinced of the benefits of raising the Warragamba Dam. I mean, she told me that there's no quick fix and the state government needs to speak to all stakeholders before making a final decision. Now, this was first touted, I don't know, God, decades ago. Nothing really has been done and the uh, the state government continues to sit on its hands. And I really understand why, because there is a lot of criticism of the proposal of raising the dam by some 14 metres, uh, and there's also concerns that it will open up, quite simply, a floodplain further downstream for more overdevelopment. And we'll have that problem but tenfold. Oh, look, absolutely. Um, I am far from convinced. In fact, I'm quite certain that raising uh, Warragamba Dam is not going to be the silver bullet that some people seem to um, think that it is. 
the reality of the situation is that we saw 16 metre flooding at Menangle, uh, and it wasn't much lower than that at Wallachia. And none of the water there uh, comes from Warragamba Dam. Warragamba Dam is not on the Nepean River. It's on the Warragamba River, which joins the Nepean. So all of the flooding that we've seen through Warragamba, uh, sorry, through Wallandilly yeah. and Camden is still going to make its way down. And we're still going to see very significant flooding um, of, of the, you know, lower down the Hawkesbury Nepean. Mm. Um, what they do need to be looking at, however, is things like, you know, releasing water earlier. We knew 10 days out that this was coming. There is no reason that they couldn't have been releasing the water uh, then to provide a little bit more of a buffer. Um, we've got a desalination plant that we are paying for anyway that is sitting in mothballs. There's no reason that we couldn't reduce the capacity of the dam a little bit more and use uh, some of the capacity of the desal plant to offset that. Um, and then instead of spending billions and billions of dollars on a project that's actually not going to stop the flooding, um, we could invest that into flood evacuation routes and road infrastructure across uh, Greater Western Sydney. Like a new bridge is, at Wallachia. Yeah, like, like a bridge at Wallachia, <laughs> like clear evacuation routes. Like yeah. Emergency evacuation routes that are so, so badly needed but can also double as uh, you know, important road linkages on a day-to-day -day basis. No, um, absolutely. It, it really does, when you really look at it, um, you can't help but think that it has something to do with enabling development. And the, the Hawkesbury um, flood management strategy um, it itself says that, you know, they plan for 100, I think it's 130,000 additional people by 2040 on the floodplain. Well, if even David Elliott, the, uh, uh, who's a senior minister within the New South Wales government, is on the record of saying that he would welcome future development. I mean, there's no doubt that further downstream, I mean, you look at what the Hawkesbury City Council Mayor Patrick Connolly said to me only yesterday. It's the only solution. He says his community is exhausted, and I can understand that after five flooding events in two years. But he says if the Warragamba Dam wall had been raised by 14 metres, then he has no doubt hundreds of homes would have been spared. And he also says if we get to a situation where we uh, see a, an 1867-style flood, which is the worst on record, it's estimated that raising the dam wall would save 7,000 homes from being impacted, along with billions of dollars of public and private infrastructure. Now, when he runs around talking, you know, in those sorts of terms, is it any wonder that people within the Hawkesbury and, and people around his shire are jumping on the bandwagon of, of throwing a, you know, a massive 14-metre wall on the dam? Look, and, and let's be very clear, there needs to be uh, you know, there does need to be mitigation and further things done to manage the flood risk on the Hawkesbury Nepean. Yeah. This is not about saying we're not going to do anything. It's about how do we do it in a in a cost-effective way that's actually going to achieve the outcome. Um, we, we, the reality is it doesn't matter how high you raise Warragamba, um, we are still going to have significant flooding risk in the Hawkesbury Nepean. If we completely blocked any water coming out of Warragamba tomorrow, you would still have all of the flood water that comes from the Upper Nepean, that comes from the Gross, that comes from the other tributaries of, uh, you know, of, of the Nepean. By the government's own admission, more than 50% of the floodwaters that impact the Hawkesbury Nepean can come from sources other than the Warragamba River. So putting all of the eggs in the basket of let's just raise Warragamba doesn't actually solve the problem and runs the real risk of making people complacent and think that they're now completely flood free. Yeah, no, well said. All right, Matt. Well, it's great to talk to you. Um, well done again. Uh, I've just um, thumbed through some of your social media. Uh, I mean, your engagement has just been amazing. And uh, I think it's a credit to you. And again, I, I don't want to embarrass you because I know you're quite modest under that, uh, that hat of yours. 
uh, which I always see you in, by the way. Um, but uh, I think you've done a wonderful job um, in keeping your community safe. You've been everywhere. In fact, uh, I mean, I couldn't imagine how much money you've spent on petrol <laughs> traversing the Wallandilly during the last couple of weeks, covering the floods for uh, your residents and constituents. So good on you, mate. Thanks, Marcus.